In today's live stream, we are going to talk about technical SEO, what is technical SEO, things that we need to look uh, at when we doing uh, website audits, uh, and uh, a lot more uh, with Benjamin. And uh, if that's for you, uh, let's get into this, boss. Don't stop. What's up, everybody? Adrian Diaz here with Hasta La Vista Boss, the place where ambitious people like you and I, we talk about how to create a side hustle, make it profitable, quit our job, become our own bosses. How cool is that? <laughs> I hope that's a, a nice uh, goal to have. Um, and I want to welcome Benjamin to Hasta La Vista Boss. How's you do how are you going, buddy? Doing good, man. What's up? <laughs> Uh, I'm really, really excited to have Benjamin. He's uh, a ninja at uh, technical SEO. <laughs> <laughs> and um, like uh, we were saying before uh, we, we went live, I want to uh, always chat with people smarter than myself. Maybe I can learn a few things, um, especially technical SEO, because there's no many people talk about uh, technical SEO. I mean, you, you know, see affiliate SEO, on-page SEO, off-page SEO. But there's not many people that talk about technical SEO, and um, I personally didn't look uh, into this too much. And that would be awesome to learn a few uh, things from you today, Benjamin. Um, <clears throat> before sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> before we move on and uh, find out a little bit more about Benjamin, I want to welcome uh, everybody in the chat here. Uh, Merchants UK Homebrew, how's it going, boss? Welcome, uh, Mark. Hey, how's it going? Um, Helen, how's it going, darling? Nice to see you. Sean, sub boss man and boss woman. <laughs> nice uh, to have you here, guys. If you have questions for Benjamin, drop them in the chat. Alternatively, if you're not shy, you can click that link uh, in the chat as well and ask a question directly uh, if you uh, guys want to. <laughs> Benjamin, uh, let me come back to you, uh, brother, and let me know who are you and uh, what do you do? Uh, uh, how did you get started into this thing? Like, uh, you've been doing this for too for how for many too years? long? <laughs> <laughs> long enough, huh? <laughs> um, cool. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, super excited to be here. Uh, I love the background picture. Hasta la vista, boss. Sounds sounds awesome. Um, yeah, how I got started, I, I got started super early. I was 12 years old. I was just browsing YouTube. Um, and I saw these people, they were doing phone reviews and phone case reviews. And in one of the videos, I heard that these, these guys, these tech reviewers, they're getting tech, like phone cases, uh, new smartphones and everything for free. And to that, well, that blew my mind. <laughs> so, so I was 12 years old. Um, I, my English was complete beep. Um, and I said, okay, yeah, I'm going to start a YouTube channel, right? Uh, so I started making videos. I started uh, reviewing products. I started reviewing everything that they had, tech news, everything like that. And, uh, it, it took off. I got sponsorships uh, from different phone companies here in Slovenia, got in a uh, phone review, products review, everything that I was dreaming of. Um, and well, it, for me, it was just about getting the free products. I had no idea that you can make money from affiliate links back then. <laughs> uh, so I was just monetizing with AdSense. But yeah, to this day, I think we're just over 10 million views and uh, 22,000 subscribers. 
still making passive income. So that's all that matters, even though I didn't, I haven't uploaded a single video since well, two years. like two years, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So that's the kind of the magic of passive income and why it's so good. Um, but yeah, so at that point, I really wanted to have a website. Uh, my YouTube channel was taking off. I wanted to have a place where people can find me, connect with me, learn a bit more about my story. So we went once again on YouTube, started looking at how to create a website, put my own website up, and then just people started approaching me. Okay, I see that you have a website. People weren't really doing websites back then, so they were just approaching me. Uh, I started building a few websites, uh, just scaled that. Um, then also started doing um, Instagram marketing, Facebook ads, everything like that. I was I was doing absolutely everything. Oh, everything. <laughs> everything, everything. Because like the biggest problem when you're doing just web design and uh, like for local clients especially, when you build someone a website, they they are really looking for leads. They're looking for for more more buyers, more um, more customers, right? And I didn't know that. It took me some time to realize that, and then I started looking into ads. I got some experience. I, I got some clients for ads too, but I just didn't just didn't click with it. Uh, I'm much more of a developer than um, than someone that just runs ads, which is not nothing's wrong with that. Uh, but I just started looking at different ways uh, to generate traffic, and I kept getting these requests. Um, I have I have this site on Google. My competitors about me. How can I get pushed up? Right. <laughs> so million dollar question. Exactly. So I just got into SEO, started learning about it, met uh, met some incredible people here from Slovenia um, that uh, that really are amazing with uh, with SEO. And when you combine, actually, if you just look at SEO and what it is, people just focus on two things: they focus on content and links. Yes, those two are the absolute key. And without good content or good links, you won't <laughs> you do won't... anything. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But there's a third part, and it's something that I call technical SEO. And technical SEO, it's just making the website super clean, making the structure of it clean, and making it as attractive to Google as um, as you can. Mm -hmm. Essentially, want Google to prefer your website uh, over other websites, not because of the links, not because of the content, but because of how clean your website is, because of how fast it runs, because of um, because of the fact that it doesn't have errors and anything like that. Um, so yeah, that's that's how I got started. Uh, now we run a Golden Web, which is essentially um, just like, like um, we we do SEO audits for affiliate marketers and um, and uh, small businesses, e-commerce uh, e-commerce uh, websites. And uh, yeah, if you right now you're just on the site, uh, like one of the biggest turning points was when we applied technical SEO. And the site skyrocketed um, 71%, so from 200 and something thousand to 310,000 uh, in 45 days, uh, which is if you click on the pets website, you will be able to, to see that case study. And um, like links, links are good, uh, content is great, but the return on investment with technical SEO, in my opinion, well, nothing beats it. And uh, it's just <laughs> the process of doing it that, that is insane. Hopefully that wasn't too long. Um. <laughs> no, it's cool, man. It's cool. Um, of course, um, I've been around other people that I had on the channel, like uh, Michael Suski. I've been with uh, other guys like Kyle Roof. So I knew these guys a little bit. Uh, but um, when uh, when uh, when uh, someone told me about Benjamin, have a look at Benjamin. Then I find out your Facebook group, your podcast. You have some awesome guests in there. Uh, so I said, okay, okay, I need to know more about him, especially as well because you do technical. And like I said at the beginning, technical SEO, um, 
it's, it's not some, I, I mean, I haven't seen many people teaching it or at least talking about it. So, um, uh, let me welcome Steven as well. Steven, uh, how's it going, boss? J-Bug, welcome, everybody. Uh, let us know if you have questions for Benjamin. So one of the things that I want to know uh, straight away, Benjamin, is like, what what is uh, uh, technical SEO? What things you look or you should look at uh, when when you build a website in terms of technical SEO? Right. So... Well, technical SEO is not, it's just kind of a mix of, of everything, a bit of development, a bit of on-page. For on-page, you just have your basic practices, right? That you have one, one H1 heading tag on your page. It's, don't even ask me, like people, people still <laughs> don't even use them or just use them for design purposes and can then have eight H1 tags on their site. Um, you have the basics like old tags, page speed, uh, which is just the fact that your site will achieve uh, a 90 plus score in Google page speed insights test. Essentially you want the fast performing website. Google loves to see that. Um, then you have things like indexation, uh, crawl budget optimization. So if you have, I don't know, if you have 200 pieces of content of good content that you want to display in Google, but if you take a look at your index and the number of pages that you have indexed in Google, and that number is like 500, well, obviously there's some mess in the index that you don't want there. So it's just the process of cleaning that up, making it more organized and better for the user. And Google will just reward you for doing things like that. So it's just a bit of organization um, and, and having a, a clean website that Google likes. Um, you mentioned there index, indexation and crawlability. Um, I remember on the old Google Search Console, we used to have access to that data where they would tell you like um, um, like how many times they, they're crawling your site and... and um, yeah, you still do. It's just the old layout, right? Yeah, um, yeah. You can still find it, yeah. You can still find it in the, in the new Google Search Console? It's uh, it's linked in the new console, but it leads back to the old one. So oh, right, guess, right, 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 right. I see what you mean. On that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I see what you mean now. Um, uh, because that data... I mean, I, like I said, I don't know much, but um, I was watching some videos on YouTube and they were telling us that, um, you know, um, the, 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 the more Google is scrolling your site, uh, the, 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 the better, of course, that, that is. Um, whereas, uh, if, like you said, if you have, um, uh, I forgot the word now. You said well, your English just, is bad, just, mine is bad. Uh, <laughs> it's just the, like Google has a limited resource for every every website, right? Yeah. So Google is just like a, Google's bot is a, a spider that checks through through domains, through sites on the internet. And it dedicates a certain amount of time or resources for every single domain. Mm -hmm. And if uh, if you have, 500 pages, but only out of 500, you have 200 that, that are actual content. Well, most likely Google will hit a few pages that are, that are either empty, don't bring value to the user, um, that are not optimized well. And if Google does not understand those pages, well, it won't understand your website. And it's all about helping Google understand your site. The better Googlebot understands your site, your your links, your anchor text, everything like that, the better your um you'll be able to rank and position for um for your targeted niche right 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 that's thank thanks a lot for that you saved me there because uh that's what i was looking for and i remember uh that you know people were saying that um 
uh, uh, about the crawl budget. Is there any way that we can find out how how much crawl budget we have for our sites? Uh, of course, like um, not not how much you have it, but how well your index is optimized, right? So uh, if you can maybe just share your screen, I can yeah. lead you through an example. Maybe yeah. uh, you can just pull up, um, I don't know, one of your sites or yeah. something that you would like uh, to share. Let's put, uh, look, this is uh, one of the websites I was talking, uh, I was working on. This is the case study, like I the, the one I was telling you before. Cool. So cool. what can I do here? So what you what you can do is you can just click here, yeah, in the in the search bar. Yeah. And go right to the beginning. Yeah. Uh, remove the HTTPS and just type site. And uh, exactly, yeah. Just click search. Perfect. So we have 14 pages in here, right? Mm -hmm. And if you just if you just scroll down a little bit, you you'll be able to see that you have. Well, at least at the top, there's a very good example. You have blog index, which I'm guessing is just the category. Yeah. And well, then you have coming soon. Yeah. Um, uh, coming soon page also. Well, the blog the blog page is most likely just a collection of your articles on the um, on the blog, right? So if you just open up your the blog page, uh, where is it? The blog page. This one, yeah. And if you just scroll down here, you have just the articles that you already have on your site duplicated. Mm -hmm. And if you actually run, if you were actually to run this page through um, a duplicate scanner check, most likely it will return a hundred percent duplicate content rate. Right. So what you want to do with a site like this, uh, you want to either add uh, words, describe the page, what it is about, or you simply want to know index it. Right. Um, now with a site, uh, with a site like yours, you'll only be re removing one page. So essentially, you'll be going from fourteen to thirteen. But when you have, when we're working with e-commerce sites, um, affiliate sites that have 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 pages, and you can cut a 5,000-page site down to 3,000 pages, well, that will essentially like lower the, the amount of bloat, duplicate count, whatever it might be, uh, by 50% almost, right? Yeah, So Good it's point. just, um, you'll, be, you'll be helping Google um, and giving it the exact pages that you want to read um, that, that you want Google to understand. And with that, you get all sorts of benefits. That's a great point uh, there. Thanks, uh, Benjamin. Um, let me um, ask quickly one question from the chat before we move on. Um, Kieran asks, would you use a plugin to improve site speed? If so, which plugin would you recommend? Of course, of course. So uh, with uh, with plugins, it's just it just comes down to to the question. So most likely you're on WordPress. Uh, for WordPress, I would I would recommend uh, if you're a complete beginner, use uh, WP Fastest Cache. It works super well. Uh, and if you have a basic WordPress team and you're not using something like Elementor, DV, I would just go with WP Fastest Cache. But if you're a bit more advanced and if you're using um, builders, which I personally do not recommend because they're a bit heavier on the site, uh, I would look into auto optimize. Those are for caching. Uh, so caching just means kind of preloading all the content so that it opens faster. But then you have actually the most important part of page, uh, page speed optimization are, are images. Images are super heavy on, on the amount of broadband that they use. So using something like Smoosh, um, image compressors. Um, Smoosh, I believe, is completely free. Uh, download, install, click compress, and it will, it will do its magic. So that's uh, three tips for, for the optimization. Awesome. Awesome there. Uh, <clears throat> uh, 
Do you know what? I have a question. I, I, to be honest with you, I never understood this question. So maybe you can please help me understand it. <laughs> uh, it's about pagination. Right. So first, what the hell is pagination? And second, I know that has to do with blogs or pages or something like that. Right. Um, right. So, so just like we, we just took a look at your blog right yeah. now, right? And, uh, on your blog, because you only have two articles at yeah. the moment in there, uh, you, you essentially, well, it's only one page. And right. what I'm, what I'm guessing you're doing is that you're categorizing all your posts under a blog category yeah. or they naturally getting added to this page. Now there's a limited number of blog posts that get added to a single page. Usually it's about 10. And when you have more than 10 posts, it will create blog slash page slash two. Right. And it's exactly the same as this. But because you have such a low number of, uh, of pages, uh, you only have one, right? So it would essentially be, you'll essentially have even more pages with duplicated content. And the more of these uh, paginations, especially when you have a site that's 2,000, 3,000 pages long or big, um, and you have all categorized and these categories started getting pages, mm -hmm. it becomes a mess. Right. And that's how you, you get 5,000 index pages because of all of these empty uh, pagination problems, um, outdoor pages being indexed, uh, tags being indexed, uh, et cetera, et cetera, that you just get a lot of bloat. And as I mentioned, all of these is just considered duplicate content in the eyes of Google, right? Because it's just repeating what you already have somewhere else on your blog post. So what, what can I do here was, uh, of course, like you said, I have only two blog posts here as I'm building this website. Uh, of course, they'll have more. But um, what can I do to avoid this? Because I, I remember one of my, like I was telling you, the Amazon website that I have. Uh, uh, I think I've, I've seen the, um, uh, you know, slash two, slash three, the pages um, and uh, in the index. I said, well, that's, right. that's, not, right. that's not good. <laughs> so I see that you're using Rank Math SEO, right? Yeah. So you can, you have a setting in rank mat. Um, I, I'll probably struggle a little bit just because there are so many options, mm -hmm. but you have, you have them in general settings. Yeah. Uh, if you just go into general settings, let me take a look here. Um, sorry, uh, titles and meta titles and meta. No, no, no. The other one, I mixed up the categories. Ah, that's fine. <laughs> just, just too many. Uh, and then you have, uh, page pages. If you just go into the post uh, pages. Go, go down. Huh? So you, you, huh? Up, up. Sorry. Oh, I made another mistake. If you go up and you go into misc pages, uh, miscellaneous pages. Yeah. Yeah. So you have here date archives. Yeah. Right. So this is something that you could disable, right? This is, this is something that I always have disabled. And then yeah. you, you already have uh, no index search results mm -hmm. and then you have no index paginated pages. This one. All right. Exactly. And right, I, right, right. I usually always uh, add the no index archive sub pages and um, no index uh, password protected pages. Um, save yeah. changes and that is the trick. Boom. Yes. <laughs> so if, if you don't have, um, I mean, of course, that's why I, I some people say they don't use uh, plugins like RankMath or Yoast SEO. Uh, if, if I don't have this kind of tools, especially for a guy that like myself, I'm not technical at all. Um, I mean, these these plugins are awesome uh, because of these things. 
to, to anyone that's not using rank mat, um, start using rank mat. Uh, that's <laughs> that's just uh, that's just what I what they tell everyone. Uh, basically, the advantages that you have over Yoast, it like the entire plugin is completely free. Uh, you don't have to pay for anything. Um, unlike uh, Yoast Premium, um, the support is amazing. Uh, it, you have built-in schema, everything like that. You just much more advanced and yeah. if you're getting into seo and you're probably starting with yoast seo honestly the next step would be just to switch to rank mat because to discover all the features to go through everything um you are going to be uh, pretty savvy with your seo skills that sounds awesome and uh you know take the advantage now that it's free because i'm sure it's not going to stay f free forever <laughs> like <laughs> all the tools all the tools this some they start as free and then at some point they say hey we need to make some money with this <laughs> <laughs> um talk to me uh, please uh benjamin about um uh site structure mm -hmm. um i mean this is one of the things that most people will struggle with especially uh people in my audience uh, that we are you know beginners to intermediate and we try to build websites to make money as a side hustle until we become our own boss um talk about talk uh what what is a good site structure uh, in in your um in your opinion or based on your testings or your experience sure but uh can you elaborate a bit more on the question because right now it's super broad right and because it vastly depends on your site uh on the size of your site right Cool. So if you have uh, a site that's covering, that's an authority site and covers 10 sub-niches, it, it will be totally different uh, than something that only targets one micro niche. But essentially what you want to do, um, you want to have inner linking, you, have, you want to have a link loop. So essentially if you're linking to, to your blog post or your money page on something, you want to link from one page that's relevant with a relevant anchor to it. You want to link to that page, to your money article, and from the money article back again to the, to the original page um, so that you have a closed link loop. This is uh, something that Matt Digity often talks about. Mm -hmm. And uh, I highly suggest doing that. Uh, most importantly, you also need to just make sure that you don't have any orphan pages. Orphan pages means that um, you have a page on your domain, on your, uh, on your website that is not receiving any internal links. And if you want to... Uh, get ranked in Google, you, you need to um, to connect the page uh, with the other pages. Otherwise, simply no link juice will be flowing to it. Right. So, um, yeah, I think, I think of course, uh, you, you were right that the question was why it's, uh, it's too broad because basically you have different ways, different types of websites we can build. Uh, but uh, like I said, you know, most of us here in the audience, um, they're just trying out now uh, building some Amazon affiliate sites. Mm -hmm. And they probably go as niche as possible, and maybe they talk about only about razors, uh, you know, how to shave and stuff like that. Right, and right. Uh, and honestly, uh, I would um, if you're only talking about razors and nothing else, I would I would have a very simple homepage silo, mm -hmm. and um, not really it's not really called that. That's just what I call it. A homepage silo is essentially that you have if they're linking directly from the homepage to the article without categories in between. Without, what this will do, yeah, yeah with, without pages in between that are empty, that don't, don't really have value, you just create a massive homepage and then you cre create sub-articles, which can be reviews, uh, top 10 comparisons, everything like that. 
and you simply connect them directly from the homepage to the article and from the article back to the homepage. It's right. very simple. And if you have, uh, honestly, if you have like a pages under 50 pages, that's the way I would go. And you would say, uh, for example, you would say um, these pages here, for example, the pages that we're building, should we put this on blog posts or avoid the blog posts and just create pages? So I we just create pages. Right. Uh, I mean, you can, you can, of course, select them as posts or pages. In my opinion, it doesn't really matter, mm -hmm. uh, but I wouldn't use the categories in between if you're only covering one topic. If right. you're only covering razors, you'll only be covering razors, and thus it doesn't really make sense to have categories like uh, like blogs or, or something in between because it will only clutter up the site and it's something you don't really need. Sweet, sweet. Um, it's. Um, I hope it was helpful uh, for those who who want to know how to uh, build at least for a small site you know how to build because that's how you start anyway that's how you should start anyway build start with a small site learn how it works how to uh, create a, a small site and then you can you can go and build a uh, gear hungry and uh, wire cutters <laughs> if you want um, by the way I, I want to have I want to ask you something before we go probably will be the last thing um, because I'm crazy to know how a website is creating a, a, a site structure. I, I just I just don't understand it. Maybe maybe you can give me some light there. Um, Helen says in the chat. Helen says in the chat. Uh, what should the URL structure be? Mine is sat, uh, site name slash category slash article name. Perfect. 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 Uh, one very good tip. Uh, is that if especially if you're using an exact match domain, I would never ever ever repeat the same word twice. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, just a, a practice that I've been uh, that I've been implementing across all sites. Uh, I can't say directly that the results have been from it, uh, but it will for sure give you a very clean um, URL. Uh, the shorter URL, the better. That's what I kind of tend to stick to. Cool, cool. And of course, if um... Uh, another tip, uh, Helen, if you have, a, like um, Benjamin was saying, if you have like an exact match domain and you have like best uh, or uh, roof box because you know Alex's website and then you have another roof box um, after the slash, then when you build links back to your site, you risking optimize over-optimizing well, yourself. If your, if your domain is best roof box, I would, um, I would just make the article on the homepage. Mm-hmm because it's already an exact match domain. Although I don't really suggest that you go with best uh, root box in terms of the domain name. Partial match works okay, and it, will, uh, it won't really damage the whole or lower the flip value of the site. Um, because if you, if you create a site bestroofbox.com, well, you probably won't flip it for a very good margin. <laughs> I know uh, there's, a, there's a case study, a friend of ours, uh, WP Eagle, uh, he built this website bestroofbox.com and he's making uh, over $1000 per month now with it and he's looking to sell it so um I'm curious to see how much money he can get out of it <laughs> fingers crossed nice money <laughs> um here's a, another question I have for you um uh Benjamin um 
let me ask you, like we were talking before the, um, before going live, uh, what are some of the top five things that you look at when you do, uh, not only when you do your website audits for your clients and all that, but when you build a site, like what top five things you you look at in order to make sure you have a, you know, uh, a good website in terms of right right so um the the five things that i'm about to share uh i suggest that we do a little pause in in between of them and you can just uh ask, ask the questions so that you, we can elaborate because yeah um like five points each one will be, be a bit more technical and what these will help you do um they're the five most common mistakes that uh, that website owners make and uh just with the simple fix you can generate some very good returns um just based on on the time investment uh, the first one is click-through rate optimization. Uh, this is more of on-page than than technical, uh, but uh, yeah, with uh, let's say that you're targeting a keyword um, best roof box, for example, you have your page title, your meta title, and make sure that you position your target keyword as as, a, as much to the left as possible, so the, the to, to the exact beginning of the meta title. By doing that, and just if you're, if you are not already doing that, just changing it and re-indexing, requesting to re-index inside of Search Console, you I can guarantee you that it will jump a few positions. So that's a very good so, uh, trick right there. So the first uh, thing would be a keyword to the left as possible. Yes, yes, exactly. Cool. So if we're targeting something like uh, best root box, um, just place it all the way to the left. To um, the left. To, to add to the to the first tip, because it's just a click-through rate optimization, I would I would really suggest that you include brackets and uh, and also years uh, to the to the actual title. There's a very good case study by Brian Dean. He analyzed a bunch of um, different websites, and he came to the conclusions that when you have uh, brackets and years in the actual uh, meta title, people just tend to click on it because if you have best roof box uh, reviews, and then you have best roof box reviews updated 2020, well, which one are you gonna click on? Of course, you're gonna click on the second one, right? Because it's more relevant to, to the year and everything like that. Cool stuff, cool stuff. Yeah, I, 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 it's been a long time I haven't read anything from Brandin, but I know uh, since I've started like two, almost three years ago, um, it's, you know, the keyword to the left, and I've seen some uh, testings as well. It's uh, super basic, but yeah, it works. So yeah, that's all that matters. Definitely. Um, next one would just be crawl budget optimization. Uh, we covered it uh, earlier already, yeah. and we covered it for paginated pages. Um, take a look at Rank Math, uh, just kind of browse through it. And if you're not using categories, the index categories, um, the index tags, um, the index um, like, different documents, uh, just go through, do the site search of your website and just search, especially if you have a bigger site, make sure that nothing is in the index that you don't want there. So if you have uh, like manuals that you want private or PDF documents that you want private and they're indexed, well, you need to change some settings around. Just make sure that uh, you have the index as clean as possible and that none of it is getting duplicated. Sweet. And what you can also do to find the exact pages that are indexed, you can go into your, you can go into your search console, you can go under coverage, and then you can go under indexed, but not included in sitemap. 
those that tab will usually give you a lot of detail especially if you have a bigger site on pages that might uh, that might be kind of bothering google uh, because they're not included in your sitemap therefore they're not really content um, so anything that will be causing you problems um, will be in there sweet number three any questions so far um not, not really. I mean, there's a, a question come to mind, uh, Benjamin. Uh, some of these legal pages, for example, um, you know, uh, privacy policy, um, mm -hmm. t uh, terms of services, would you leave those in the index? For affiliate sites, for my affiliate sites, I de-index privacy policy, terms of service. I de-index disclaimer for Amazon um, or any other programs just because... Um, um, well, the, it's an affiliate site, uh, but then again, if you're a large brand, if you're like a corporate, a corporate business or whatever it might be, uh, I would personally leave them indexed just for the, um, so that if anyone actually does searches, searches for them, right. uh, search for them, uh, they, they can find them. Yeah. Yeah. Make, uh, makes, makes a lot of sense. Like about pages, contact pages. If someone is looking for, uh, Benjamin contact page, then, uh, you will want that to be in the index so they can find a way to contact yeah, you, Yeah, right? contact pages and about pages you want to have indexed. Uh, even if you're an affiliate page, you, you, I highly suggest that you have those indexed. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Um, Kieran says here in the chat that he's just writing an article with that metal, uh, method in the title, uh, talking about the uh, point number Perfect. one. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, let us know how it goes, Kieran. Uh, up next, if... Actually, if you just open up, up your site, if you go uh, into siteliner.com. Hang on a sec. Siteliner.com. Mm -hmm. And what we'll do now, we'll just run a quick duplicate content check on your website. Let's see what's going on. Go. Maybe just share the screen so we can see. Uh, you can't see the screen? Uh, we can see the drawing board. Oh, my apologies. Let uh, let me share the screen now. Okay. How about now? Perfect. Cool. Yes. Yeah, so uh, the report is ready. We entered the site. And if you scroll down, you can see duplicate content. And it says 31%, which, mm -hmm. is, which is not ideal. And if you can click on duplicate content now, it will essentially just what I mentioned earlier. It will show you that you have a lot of pages that have a very high um, duplicate content, mm -hmm. which you can see in the match percentage. Anything that's over 40%, I would either add words to it or I would no index it. Right. Right, right. So or that, just that, change the words maybe. <laughs> yeah, just so that it's not uh, completely. But most of the time, duplicate content is just because you have pages that are like uh, paginated pages, everything like that. And um, well, you don't really have much words on there, right? Because it's empty. So that's why it views as duplicate. Here's, a, here's an interesting question for you. Um, now, this, this particular website that we're looking at uh, is a lead generation website. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, as you probably know, we are building pages just like in, in a, any local SEO uh, type of website. Where you'll have most of these pages, they are uh, they are just a duplicate page of the other one, where we just change uh, maybe the 
the geo right can you maybe zoom in a little bit i can uh, have a bit of trouble seeing huh okay perfect perfect yeah yeah this is uh this is a big problem uh and it happens often so you you want to make every single page unique mm -hmm. you don't want to just change the city um because well you you won't be ranking <laughs> because uh, especially if you're running english if you're ranking in english uh, this will cause some serious problems for you all right that's awesome uh so here you would um definitely i mean like you said you you would just add more words or try to make them somehow I, I would make it unique yeah I would make exactly. it unique you can you can like you can even use a rewriter or something to make yeah. it unique chances are the content won't be any good so you might as well just pay for another article and make it unique so that's what sweet I would so would you, you would say everything that's above 40 you'd be fine with that everything that's below 40 is okay everything that's above 40 is a problem cool coolio um uh kieran has a question here in the chat he says uh although you say the index categories would you the index product categories on the e-commerce side no 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 because with e-commerce you you, you essentially those. rank you rank with the uh, with the product categories for for just general items. So if you're um, searching for um, I don't know hair dryer, hair dryers, uh, most of the time e-commerce pages will rank with uh, with the category pages with the product category pages. Sweet, sweet. Uh, if you have any follow-up question, let us know, uh, Kieran. Uh, so uh, is this? Um, should we go to the next point or sure sure are you are you an hrefs user uh yes you want me Perfect. to drop my site or something in href if you have hrefs then i would definitely um just uh, take a look maybe at like one of other sites too uh just depending on how many links you have because mm -hmm. this tip mainly applies to bigger sites and more established um but uh, yeah let's take a look well, this one, like you said, it's a, it's a very small site, so you you won't be able to see anything in it. Let me just quickly see. Who knows? But um, it's it's brand new the site, so uh, I don't. Yeah, think... then it likely won't have much. Uh, but yeah, yeah, just drop the URL and for sure. Otherwise, we can add, we can take a look at something more established. Yeah, yeah. The, let's uh, let's no, enter one backlink. <laughs> <laughs> let's enter maybe um, a big site. Sure. I love this site. Uh, I have a question yeah, about see, this. I see you mentioned it multiple times now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's just uh, it's a dream website. So if you go to the to the left, you have broken under backlinks. Right. And what you can do here is you can just keep track of your broken backlinks, right? And in this case, uh, they have 500, uh, 565 broken backlinks. And what a broken backlink means is that you have links pointing to your page from other uh, other websites so essentially backlinks that you're not capturing their power because they're linking out to pages that are four or fours you will not be ca capturing the link power and if you want to capture the link power you simply take the target url so your page um the 404 page and create a 301 redirect to a relevant page so either it can be a new image an updated image an updated page um or if you can if you can't find a fit, uh, just redirect it to a homepage. That's what I personally do. Um, and it's a very, very good way to recapture some broken backlinks. Nice. 
Then the second part, if you go under outgoing domains and you go into the link domains, uh, we go to down under pages, uh, have outgoing link domains see. down a little bit. You're over there down, down outgoing, the outgoing links, outgoing links. Hang on a sec. I can't see it down. Oh yeah. Here, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Link sorry. Domains. <laughs> Perfect. And we go to broken links as well. Linked domains, link domains. And in here, this, this will be all your okay. As so this site is, this site is perfect. So here you can see, um, well, the site is not linking out. We do follow links to external sources, but in your cases and in cases of most affiliate sites, you will have do follow links going to pages like Amazon, like YouTube, um, like Facebook, Instagram, everything like that. And with rank math, what you can do when you're linking out to, to Amazon with your affiliate links, you can simply change the link from do follow to no follow because otherwise you'll be sending your domain power over to Amazon. And if you're trying to rank for the same term and well, one <laughs> site you're, you're sending links over to Amazon, guess who's going to rank? Amazon says, Amazon, thank you. <laughs> Amazon's going to outrank you, of course. Um, so that's a very good tip that, uh, that might help you out. Mm, interesting. Interesting stuff. Um, let me address a question that I didn't see earlier, Benjamin, if you don't mind. Uh, it's from Jay. Um, he said, is there any theme you recommend? Generate press. Um, generate generate press. press. It looks like complete garbage, <laughs> but uh, but it's incredibly fast. Sweet. And if you have a new site that's, that you're just trying to scale uh, or test, uh, generate press, generate press uh, it costs like 40 bucks or something mm -hmm. um, and it's fantastic. You can just simply use a WordPress editor, WordPress Gutenberg with it and it runs incredibly well. So highly recommend. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Um, what, uh, what other thing you would look at, uh, Benjamin? Uh, the fifth and final thing I would just say utilize Search Console. Google Search Console, I mean, they're pushing out updates every single month, basically. Every single month you can see uh, a new feature coming out, either either that's uh, Core Web Vitals that just got released, which is just essentially page speed, um, or something else. I really, really urge you to go to your Search Console like at least once a week, not just analytics, but use the Search Console. Go to uh, coverage, go to every single tab that you can find, and just look for errors. Um, the Google Search Console is one of the best tools out there since it's made directly by Google to show you the errors that, that are bothering Google and just by identifying them and fixing them. Um, usually they're super easy to fix. Um, you can just Google how to fix this and that and you'll get a tutorial. Most common 404s, uh, schema errors, uh, and uh, also one thing that you can do, which is a bit more advanced, is just disallowing links. So if you have, if you're a bit bigger, if your site is a bit bigger, and you are getting links from like .dk, .cn, these weird sites mm -hmm. that are low domain authority and not really re relevant, I highly suggest that just disavowing them from Search Console. And that, what that essentially means, you'll just block the sites from, block Google from seeing those sites pointed to you because they can damage uh, your, uh, your rankings potentially. Sweet. Let me ask you uh, this question, uh, in which uh, team you are, uh, you are in the team that says uh, be proactive and de-index uh, or de uh, disavow links uh, on you know on a regular basis, or you are on the other team that says oh don't worry about it um, until you see something 
going wrong with the site, like you know, losing some traffic and stuff well, like that. By the by, the time that you're losing your traffic, it's already too late. So uh, <laughs> if uh, if you're not in the team to be regularly checking um, and disallowing negative links or links that are not relevant or are perceived as low value in your eyes, you have to be the judge of that. Um, if you're not doing that, well, honestly, I would just say that you don't really care about your site too much. <laughs> it doesn't take too much time and it can really save you some, uh, some big uh, trouble down the line. So highly recommend it. Cool stuff. Um, you mentioned schema and I have a question from uh, our friend Ahmed. Uh, he asked this question on Facebook on WP Ego Facebook group. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, he says for best X for Y articles, how can you create, um, how you can make product list schema? You don't need to. Um, I'm guessing he's trying to win featured snippets um, with, uh, with just by asking that question. And personally, I, I, I don't utilize that on my sites and neither do like all the people, all the fillers that I've talked to. Mm -hmm. What you can do is just optimize the headings, make sure that you're utilizing H2s, H3s, H4s, H5s, H6 even, um, and not just using uh, H3s and not just using H2s. Just the, diversify across all the headings. Google will just view your content as a bit more um, researched and well-structured. So that's the tip that I would really focus on. But regarding the schema, you should look into FAQ schema and product review schema. Mm -hmm. Those are the two that I would really recommend looking into, especially FAQ schema, because most of the time when you apply it, the click-through rate just doubles. So Sweet. a big difference. Yeah, and Ahmed, if you want, uh, I, I answer him on Facebook. If you want to uh, uh, send me a screenshot on, on, and I might give you uh, a hand with that. Uh, I, I'm using item list type uh, to create those uh, like top 10, and I have all these uh, um, uh, products in there with the mm -hmm. images, and um, and it's really cool. Um, here's a here's a question um, from Sean again on Facebook. He asked this. Uh, he says, "I have a blog with over 200 articles that were unfortunately permalinked using very long foldered." sections like site.com category subcategory sub sub subcategory and then the uh, article title um i learned la later that urls um you know the the shorter they are the the better is it worth changing entire site uh, url structure uh this far down the line or just continue with the original just comes down to the question of traffic Mm -hmm. um, how much traffic, how much money is the site making? Uh, are you like, he says, not... he's, he says here, Benjamin, he says, uh, the site has over 100,000, uh, traffic per month and a lot of backlinks. I wouldn't do it. No, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Just leave it. Yeah. Um, down the line at this point, uh, it just presents a high risk. Um, everything can go well. And most of the times it does. But uh, if like the only difference that will make is just the aesthetics and uh, personally, I wouldn't do it. Um, but yeah, just my opinion. <laughs> cool stuff. Um, so we are almost uh, heading to one hour on this uh, hangout. Uh, I love it. Of course, I always love this hangout with uh, 
with the uh, smart guys. And uh, uh, I know that uh, Benjamin, he needs to go like very fast <laughs> after this. If you guys have any questions, um, drop them now in the uh, in the in the chat box. Uh, I have one question that I, I definitely want to learn how to do this. And uh, then uh, we leave uh, Benjamin to enjoy his Saturday going down the pub or whatever. <laughs> so here's, a, here's something that I want to share with you. Let me share my screen quickly. And uh, I want to find out how the hell these guys are able to create this. Can you see my screen? Yep. Let me just uh, So we are again with uh, Gear Hungry. Mm-hmm. And I want to find out how the hell can you do this? So everything is uh uh one uh, crawl depth one. So they have everything on the uh home page and then they have all the other pages one click away. Yeah, this is what I was talking about earlier when you were talk uh, when you were asking me about size structure. Mm -hmm. This is essentially what they call the homepage silo. They're they are linking from the homepage to everything, to 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 just the um like like the pages that they have. Um, if you can just open up the homepage, um, let me see how it looks like. And if you go down, just if you just scroll to the page. I think, yeah, they're just linking directly to um, to the actual articles. Mm -hmm. So um, that's that's how they're doing it. Oh, and um, so is that is that simple? You, you it, can do that. You can do that. Sweet. Uh, and um, another question I have now it came to mind now. So uh, let's say you go to. Uh, this is a, a category page like we were talking about earlier on my mm -hmm. website about the pagination. So would you say like this infinite scroll, it's it's better than have the pagination thing? Yes, definitely. Cool. Because it won't, uh, it, won't, uh, it won't duplicate. Right. You won't, you won't create more pages basically. Exactly. Exactly. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, Sean says here, thanks. Also feel the same. Uh, nice to confirm it <laughs> about the, uh, you know, changing the uh, URL structure right, and all right. that. All good. All good. Um, and I think I've, uh, went through all my questions. Oh, what tools do you use, uh, Benjamin to do your site audits for, you know, for your clients? Basically, Hrefs, Semrush, Screaming Frog, Sidebulb, Sightliner, Copyscape, um, and just manual checkup. Manual checkup. All right, right, right. That's the that's the that's the golden nugget. The manual <laughs> checkup. It's always... The tools are good. The tools yeah. are good. They're great. But uh, when when you just take some time, look into the page, there you you can just find one tiny thing. And it's usually just something like flicking, flipping a switch. And that is uh, what usually generates the 71% growth, mm -hmm. um, things like that that we achieved on, uh, on the client's affiliate site. That's, uh, do you pay for the, um, do you pay for the, how do you call it, uh, Screaming Frog? Do you feel like uh, you need to pay for that uh, tool? Or... Well, I believe it's uh, up to 500 uh, free. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we have a paid subscription. Yeah. 
So, uh, hang on a sec. Uh, Helen says, I have to watch again, a bit uh, technical. Uh, so, need to go through it again using the pause button. <laughs> Don't worry, Helen. Um, Feel free to drop me a message on uh, Facebook. Yeah. Um, also, more than happy to answer questions there if something was a bit too uh, too difficult to understand. I know that I get quite quite passionate about this uh, and I might start rambling a bit too fast. Uh, so, more, more than happy to explain it further. Um, Sean is asking, uh, how much do your services cost typically? Yeah, like... so we have uh, we have three different pricing packages. Uh, it just depends on on the number of, of pages. Uh, we we have also a very certain criteria that we work for, so it's definitely not for everyone. Uh, we work primarily with uh, with sites that are at least DR twenty five plus in Ahrefs, and uh, that are already established, uh, have a solid backlink profile. Um, but yeah, more about that. Feel free to jump on the site, uh, book a book a little call. And uh, and we can give you the exact uh, exact pricing um, on that and the exact package that you need. There you have it, folks. And uh, if you want, guys, um, Benjamin, he didn't mention on you know at the beginning, but oh, I, you did. I can't remember. Sorry, but he has a he had a pod, he has a podcast uh, called Ranked uh, Affiliate SEO Podcast, uh, where he has loads of guests uh, making. Loads of money online. <laughs> uh, successful guys uh, that you, you, if you go to the gym or you know if you if you uh, drive, you can put in your you know how it goes. You can put in your uh, years and uh, learn some stuff. Um, Adrian, can you post Benjamin's site in here, please? Definitely, uh, goldenweb.net. I'll put in the chat quickly for you, Helen. There you go, darling. Uh, feel free to maybe um, just uh, I don't know if your if your listeners prefer email or uh, or Facebook, but um, I'm available on both. Um, so one is uh, Benjamin Golden, and the email is Benjamin at GoldenWeb.net. Um, just whichever you prefer, or if you just have a question, I'm always happy to help discuss with affiliates. You know, it's fun. So uh, <laughs> feel free to reach out. That's awesome stuff there. Um, so. I think we're gonna wrap it up now. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I, I'm happy that I got one little thing sorted for me, so I'm very <laughs> happy. <laughs> Thanks, Benjamin. I'll see you on Facebook, hundred uh, percent, because uh, I know you're active. I'm active as well on Facebook, although I should be less active so I can work on my stuff. <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun to to you know uh, connect with people. Yeah, and... it was a great time. Thanks so much for having me on. It was a pleasure, uh, my brother. Uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, being here in the chat. Like uh, Benjamin said, if you have questions, uh, you can reach out to me. I can reach out to him or go in straight to him, Benjamin Golden. And um, he has a Facebook group, a Facebook page. He's all over the place, like a good SEO should be. <laughs> uh, and uh, remember, everybody, give us a thumbs up if you like this, if you, had, uh, if you think it was useful. Thumbs down, doesn't matter, is helpful anyway. <laughs> Leave uh, us they won't give us a thumbs down. No, never. <laughs> uh, we love you guys. <laughs> you know that. Uh, and um, remember, stay focused because we're going to get rid of that boss. All right? Thanks for watching and uh, see you on the next uh, live stream.